With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy thanks to Bark. Every month we deliver toys and treats just for your dog. Whether it's fun plush or tough toys for heavy chewers, we spoil all the dogs. Subscribe now and get a free upgrade at BarkBox.com slash iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. It's Johnny from the Johnny Drinks Podcast. If you like what you hear, please feel free to share with a friend. Leave a review. A little goes a long way. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Johnny Drinks Podcast. I'm your co-host, Johnny. And this is John. Today, we're going to be talking about renting versus buying real estate. Now I'm 27 years old. I've just recently made the decision to rent an apartment. I'm not going to tell you where, um, Jersey, Jersey City, New City. Jersey for the past six or seven months. And honestly, this was the decision that took me a long time to make. I would say about a, maybe a year, year and a half. I was going back and forth and asking myself, do I want to rent? Do I want to buy? And ultimately I just said, I, I have to make a decision because I'm not going to I just keep going back and forth. So now I'm renting and I'm very happy with that. But my dad is, is somebody that's been in this space for 30 some odd years. I want to talk through that process, right? The internal dialogue you have with yourself to make that decision. Should I rent or should I buy? Right. And I didn't want you to leave the house. So that was a whole other emotional. Well, at variable. 27 years old, some things just have to happen. And that's one of them. I didn't want him to leave. That's right. You know why I didn't want you to leave? More the emotional connection that we have. And we used to work out together He's all just the time in the garage. Now. What? When did we COVID, ever, we worked out in the garage. Never. In the garage, we worked out. Okay. Continue. What are you talking about? No, we didn't. Oh, wait. Well, I was in the garage Once, working out with you maybe and twice. Joe. A couple times, we worked out. Good times. Anyway. So the reason I didn't want you to move out, this comes from a place of, uh, of really just being conservative, um, was because I wanted you to save your money. I wanted you to save your money, live under the roof of your parents, um, and when the time was right, then go buy something, right? That, that to me was the goal for you, to go buy something. Your Renting, goal for me. My goal, my, that was my goal for you, correct. Your idea, thought of renting, while is a good one, 
doesn't always fit. And depending on the timing and depending on the resources and some of the other things that we can talk about today, um, knowing yourself, you have to understand and understand clearly who you are, where you are financially, and then what's within reason of how to get there. Okay, so with that, I have a little thing that we do. It's called this or that. I'm going to ask you a question. It's like a game show. It, yeah, sort of, but no, no prizes, no prize money. <sighs> no one's going to walk out here with a brand new car. <laughs> Ta -da -da. That's my Steve Harvey. Yeah, that was good. Love that show. All right, so this. He doesn't or, even say that. It's the wrong show. That's the, that's him. Someone's going to walk out of here. Someone might walk when out of here he with that? a brand new car. No, you he make doesn't. A bet? You yeah, want to make a yeah, bet? When they do this, you want to make a bet? Please, somebody pull right, it up. Go ahead. Go. Somebody pull it up. I'll guarantee you. Steve on Harvey, Family Feud, he says on that? On Family Feud, that's when you win. You win three shows in a row or three games in a row. Then you play for that, the speed round or whatever it's called. And then you can walk out of there if you're a consecutive winner. With a brand new car. With a brand new car. <laughs> prove me wrong. Somebody prove me wrong. Look it up, Dan. All right. So let's start while they're looking that up. We'll come back to the and Steve Harvey, if you're out there, if you want to come on the show, I dare you. Because we'll this is a we'll great... get him on the podcast one day. I dare you, Steve Harvey. Come on, man. Bring some of that love. All right. So here's the first of the this or that. Hot or cold. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> Preface by like what what are you what yeah. are we doing here? What we're doing is I'm gonna ask you questions. You're gonna be the answer. And then from those answers, we're going to narrow in on what place you might land whether it be to rent or to buy right so from the narrative you're gonna you're gonna you're going to answer my questions i'm going to form an analysis or an evaluation based on those answers to then contribute towards one direction or the other renting or buying and why the the answers that you gave are of some significance does that make sense sure well, let's start with the first one it's an easy one Hot or cold? Hot. Nice. Hot. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, cow or buffalo? Buffalo. Why buffalo? I just I think they're more superior. Mm. They're stronger animals. Mm. What's the difference between a cow and a buffalo as it relates to a storm? One runs to the storm, run, one runs away. Uh -huh. Who do you think runs towards the storm? Buffalo. That's right. The cows are good. You're yeah. Okay, good. You learn it. Um, spend or save? Depends. The context. Uh, tough spend question. or save? Come on. Spend. You're a spender. I'm a spender. Okay. Spend away, baby. Let me just spend. Okay. Uh, fly or drive? Fly. Okay. Friends or family? Family. Nice. There only should be one answer there, my man. Cook in or eat out? Eat out. Eat out. Okay. Got it. Let's go to, let's see. I'm going to switch it up here a little bit here. Would you rather be home or away? Home. You'd rather be home. Home. Home is where the heart's at. That's right. Okay. Cash or credit? Cash. Ooh. Credit. Ooh. Credit. Okay. Okay. Credit. Uh, Credit. I, I hate debt. I hate the feeling of owing something to somebody. Okay, that's understandable. 
So if it is credit, I do like to pay off my my credit card bills very quickly, like right. like in in a couple of days. Because it has a place, right? But you should. That's actually a. That one is is definitely needs elaboration, and and we could probably let's talk about that. We'll come back to that right. one. I'm going to put a little asterisk. Bookmark that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna because I think that's that is important. Important. Uh, work or play. Work. Okay. Work. And let's see what else I got here for you. Hmm, I'm going to throw in. Um, I'm going to throw in movies or a book. Movies. All right. I can't read. Okay. Well, you can read. You're actually a, a well-read oh, person. Here she goes. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You Dad, read books. I don't read books. You don't. Like I don't know why you always say this. I wish I did. I don't read books that that much. How many books did you buy? In my life, I've probably read less than ten books. How many have you purchased? I don't know. I, there's a whole bunch of books in the house. Then maybe I should put them in a box and bring them over here. I, on, a, on a scale of like one to yeah. ten, as far as a reader, I would say like I'm a one or two. Like ten pages really? is a lot of pages. For me I would read. have thought you. Re, I re, really would have thought, given your interest in buying books, that you've that, read what, more books. How many books have I bought? What are you talking about? I don't about? know. I see a lot of books. I don't know what maybe you're talking about. Maybe not lately because you're not home. But okay, that's fine. So here, here's some of the significance of the, the questions that you answered and understanding the relevance. So one of the more important things about the concept of renting versus buying is knowing who you are, is knowing where you want to be. So I asked the question, hot or cold? Right. All right, you said hot. Well, if you were going to relate, correlate that exactly to weather, you would rather a warmer climate than a colder climate. So that has to do with geography. That has to do with location. You're in New Jersey, so we get a balance of both. But if you envisioned buying and you answered the, the question is hot, well, then you want to go to a warmer weathered climate. Yes? Mm. All right. As you think about renting, well, it's good that you can go to a warmer weather climate and kind of test drive that. See if you really like hot. Like, do you want Arizona hot? 12 months of the year with, with the dry or you know the humidity? Or do you want something that, again, is a little bit more of an Easter coast like a North Carolina or something like that that has a, li a little bit more easier temperatures or California um, in, in San Diego where there's like little to no humidity, mm. right? Well, I think that's, again, that goes back to potentially a reason why you should rent versus buy. If you haven't lived anywhere else, and for me, I've only lived in New Jersey. So if I want to say, okay, I'm going to go buy a house in Arizona. And then I get there and six months in, I'm like, I can't stand the summertime in Arizona. Well, what did I just do? So right. rent six to 12 months and now understand, okay, I, I really like this place. I could see myself here or B, I need to get out and go somewhere else. Right. Again, good to know who you are and what that means to you, you what the weather you environment are. means to you because you don't want to be locking yourself into right. and landlocking to a place that then otherwise you say, man, I can't stand the winters. Right. 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 I said spend or save. You said spend. Okay. So when you think about spending, nothing wrong with spending. But if you own a home, you really have to learn to save. You have to save for the house, for the purchase. You have to save for incidentals of owning that house. In example, you buy a house. Great. Well, now you've got to maintain the house. Everything from the lawn that needs to be cut 
to the potential unforeseen uh, problems that occur, like your boiler goes, right? Recently, and you may not know this, but at our house, our home is 10 years new, 10 years old. I just had to replace the boiler and I had to replace the hot water uh, HVAC system, hot water boiler. And it's all because things just go wrong. Things break. So when you own a home, you don't start and end with, well, how much does the house cost and how much are the taxes and what's the mortgage payment? It's all the other things that you have to learn as you live. So if you like to spend money, then maybe you're better serving yourself to rent. Because when you rent, it doesn't matter if the boiler goes. It doesn't matter if the roof leaks. It doesn't matter if the something's wrong outside and the sprinkler system breaks. I think the big takeaway is that the rent is more of a fixed cost. Like I know exactly every month how much I'm spending on my rent. Whereas if you own a house, like you said, the, the boiler breaking, I had no, I, I wasn't planning for that. So I don't know what I'm paying at right. the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you get that point, right? Pretty easy. I asked you family or friends. You said family. Well, if you're renting, you may be restricted because of the size of your apartment for having family over, right? right? You rent and you may be restricted because as you think about creating your own family one day, mm. bedrooms matter. It's so true. if you're in a one-bedroom apartment and then you find somebody that you like that turns into love and you, you get married and then you have children, well, that space gets confined real quick. So if you are thinking family, you might defer back to, well, I need a home. I want two bedrooms. I want three bedrooms. I want a yard. I want those things that, that potentially the other side of the coin made an offer, right? So you, you following this? I'm right. Following right here. Makes sense, right? So you said family, so that's a good sign. That means John's going to find Well, no. I, I, when you said family, friend? I was thinking no. more like, but... That's a good point. If I have family, I was thinking more location. If family means a lot to me, which it does, I need to be relatively close to my family. So when I move out, but that's more of a, that's a both renting or buying. Okay. It doesn't matter. But that's a good point too, right? So if your family's important, are you going to move across the state? You know, are you going to move across the state and pick up whether it be a home you buy or a place you rent? Yeah. Well, that's something to take into consideration. Okay. Those are almost non-negotiables. I may want to live in California, but if family's priority for me, I can't. So I have to check that off. The, I have to cross that off. Okay, right. And those are, again, things that, you know, as we go through even some of the uh, this or that, the questions I asked you, it's a series of that. Right. And it's a series of understanding first where you are economically. Spend or save, that matters. Cash or credit, that matters. If you're someone who loves cash, which I think most people love the idea of cash, but you like to use cash and you don't leverage credit, well then, when you try to go buy a home, you may not have credit. So you may have boxed yourself out. So to buy a house today, and we're gonna talk about some more of this and other venues and other opportunities, you need three pieces of credit. So today, as a renter, you have your rent, but that's not a verified credit piece. 
it, it can be, and again, it needs some, some more explanation, but you need three solid pieces of credit as reference when you go buy a house. So if you're a person who spends cash, you're not building credit, right? And hopefully if you leverage credit, you understand the responsibility of paying it back on time and being accountable to it and making sure you're spending money only that you have so you don't put yourself in debt, which then smothers the potential opportunity of buying something, okay? All right, so renting, fixed cost, low exposure to the unforeseen, right? Buying affords you ownership, affords you something that you can do with what you want. Everyone, I think, enjoys HGTV. How many times you watch HGTV? Even if you're not a fan of that show, it's kind of interesting to see the transformation. Any, any of them. Any of oh, them. Um, just any show on that. Yeah, uh, any of the shows. H, any, any of the shows that, that have to do with either renovation. What that What's that? HGTV. Uh, home. I don't know what the G is. I don't know. Let's look it up. Garden. Home something television. Uh, garden, probably. Home and Garden. Maybe it is Home yeah. and Garden. Yeah, I don't really watch it. But you understand that, that those shows are designed to, uh, for a few things, to show you what it could be like, what the possibility looks like of ownership, to show you what the uh, possibility is like of, of, being, of, of being an investor, right? It's Home and Garden? Yeah. Right, home and Garden. Um, and th- those shows, again, gives you a, a good place from which to, to start to, to understand that. You can, you can rent something and you can design it out really cool and, and feel good about it, or you could take something that's uh, not the most desirable, desirable place, the, the, the ugliest house on the block, and renovate it and invest in it and have pride in, in, a, in a, a home that you developed. Right. Okay. All right, so when you think about the differences between renting and buying, and we didn't even get into the math yet. When you well, the think math is about be different everywhere, the the math is going to be different, and you can make a case either way. Yeah. So when you pay rent, what do you get back for the money you put out in rent? Nothing. Nothing. Well, what I was going to say is, everybody always sees just like you said. When you buy something, it's an investment. When you rent something, it's throwing money away. However, I really do think, and I can only say this now after living here for six months, mm-hmm. I've considered this rent a time investment. I, I didn't. I thought I knew this area, but I didn't know it nearly as well as I think I or that I know it right now. Right. So, for example, if I did want to buy in Jersey City, Hoboken, anywhere in Hudson County, right. I'm so much more versed in which street I want to be on, which location, um, and and what houses kind of go for around here. Whereas at home in Wayne, yeah, I can go on Zillow as yeah. much as I want, but I never really are gonna experience what it really means to live here. So if I'm here for an 11-month lease or a 12-month lease, whatever that rent number is for the year, call it, I'm not even gonna say a number. Let's say it was a, let's say it was $10,000, which it's not. That 10 grand is an investment into myself right. and now I'm more experienced well, than what I need to do. That's a good point. You said waste money. You're not wasting money. You're investing in yourself. You're investing in a lifestyle. You're investing in knowledge because I could tell you a real simple story, and you know, uh, down the shore, we bought a property that we had thought we were going to use one way. We thought we were going to move into it and use it as a second home. Turns out we didn't enjoy that area. It wasn't exactly what we had envisioned. 
So it turned into a different use, which is now an investment property, which is fine. Both have value. Both have a different upside. And you just bring to light something that's very important. So you rent, you have low overhead, you pay someone else, and you have a lifestyle. The other side is you're paying someone else, which in turn is paying their mortgage, right? Yeah. And so the benefit of the person who owns it is, well, you're paying their mortgage. Um, however, they are assuming all that other risk, all those repairs, um, all those unforeseen things that happen. Um, if they own this condominium building and the condominium association says, well, the maintenance fee went from $1,000 a month to $1,800, well, that's on them. And they're, they're not able to move that quickly and say to you, Hey, it went up 800 bucks a month, so you have to pay more. Well, here's the thing. They, living in a complex, actually, you are at mercy, I think, more than a regular apartment because they'll jack up pricing for next lease. And if I say I'm not paying it, they'll say get out and they'll find somebody literally the next day to, to fill my spot. So right. I don't have any negotiation room at all. And I talk to them about everything. I, I tried paying my lease up front. I tried helping mm -hmm. them out with, with, with whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing. So like there's wiggle room when you negotiate and talk to an individual. But when you're when you're dealing with these and this is a publicly traded company, there's no. But they don't change you on a monthly basis. No, your, your lease is your lease. My, my point is when that maintenance fee bumps up, it hits them immediately. That yeah. overhead cost hits the owner immediately. They have to wait till the end of your term to renegotiate your lease. Yeah. But I just think, again, when, when you you get what you pay for, for sure, in these complexes, but you are it's 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 assumingly less different or, or way different than like renting from you for example if you went to you know re, uh, raise somebody's rent by 500 and they said hey can you do 300 you can maybe say yeah but you're not well, dealing with with sure but, here. But yes and i'm not disagreeing with that there is a different layer in between a management company right. of this size and an individual yeah an individual might have more empathy for your situation. Exactly. A management company is just black and white by the book. Well, sorry, you're late for your rent now two times in a row. We're going to evict you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that being said, market the markets and, and the impact of things are going to affect the way everybody thinks. Yeah. So today, renting is very popular. It's more popular today than it was five plus years ago. Right. Why? Well, I think COVID, I think 2020 set the momentum for a lot of things. A lot of people changed the way they view things. A lot of people decided, well, you don't have to go to go to an office so I can make better use of home space mm. and put myself in a better environment. And rents changed. Rental opportunities changed. Commercial real estate changed. Residential opportunities changed. Right. Real estate market today in 2023, as we're talking, um, it's, it's uh, you know, a, a place where there's a lot of opportunities. So if I said to you, like we started this, I'm of the conviction I want to see you buy and own a home. That's different today than it was six months ago or a year ago. Because today I'd say, well, pump the brakes. Rates are up. Mm. Pump the brakes. Real estate prices are starting to flatten and starting to adjust. That doesn't mean they're going to plummet. That doesn't mean don't buy because I still believe home ownership is one of the best fulfilled 
goals and dreams you can have. And you, you should, because you should be the owner. You should put equity into your own, the roof over your own head. You should, should feel proud of your yard and your backyard and you know, whatever you do with it, right? To have family and friends over, all, good, all great stuff. Um, but today, now that you are renting, I'd say, okay, it's okay. Save your money. Know it's a goal. And when the real estate market changes back to a place where there's more inventory and maybe rates level out and you have more money to spend, you're going to catch it at a different time. Right. Right? Yeah. All right. So outside of that, the, the, again, the math you can get into, the tax deductibility of owning a home too, which we didn't talk well, about let's, before. Well, let's, let's talk about that. But before we do, let's take a quick commercial break. We're oh. going to be back very soon. But this is the best part. Cheers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your dog. They deserve to be spoiled anyway. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's our fun plush toys from BarkBox or our ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer, we give your dog exactly what they want. For a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And we're back. This is part of my chakra. What are you doing? This is a pinky. I'm pinky lock. Making a promise to myself. All right. So before the break, we were touching on some of the advantages of home ownership. Correct. One of it. One of them being interest that you pay on a loan. So for real simple round numbers, when you have a mortgage, you pay interest. You pay principal and interest. The principal buys down, pays down, I should say, the balance, right? So if you started with a $100,000 mortgage at the end of the year, unfortunately, you're not going to have paid back much towards principal. You would have paid more towards interest. And as it graduates over time, the scale slides. So at the beginning, year one, most of what you pay is interest. 
as you graduate through the term of a 30-year term, in 10 years, you will pay a bit more principal. In 20 years, you'll pay even more principal down, mm -hmm. less interest. And then as you get to the end of it, in 30 years, you're putting most of it towards principal, less towards interest, right? But the bank is gonna get most of their money interest up front because that's how they make money, right? right? That's one way they make money. When you pay that interest, principal and interest each month, at the end of the year, you're gonna get a statement, a tax document that's gonna say, you paid $20,000 in interest, mm -hmm. okay? Advantage, mm -hmm. that comes right off of your gross earnings. So if you make $100,000 a year, adjusted 20,000 less is $80,000, now your taxable rate becomes $80,000. Wow. That's a huge, that, that's one of the huge benefits of, of Whereas home, you can't write off rent expense. You can, well, if it's business related, you can find components of no. that, right? But you we're, can't we're just assuming, for the sake of, right. right, for the sake of just living in an apartment, yeah, you, you unless you run your business out of your apartment. Well, that maybe, maybe that's another reason why people are renting more now is a, the, the trend of becoming your own boss and entrepreneur is a lot higher now than it once was. So people are writing off their rent expense as a business and office expense. Thank, that's what I was alluding to earlier because COVID and the way businesses conduct their business has changed. So right. if you have well, $1,000 a month rent and your company says, hey, you know what? Stay home. We're going to pay you a stipend because you're not in the office anymore. We're going to pay you 250 a month, right. 300 a month. And you'd be like, sure, I'm paying rent anyway, right? You're using your own electric, you, you, yeah, your, yeah, your exactly. own utilities and stuff like that. So, so that's changed a lot of the way rent is, is viewed by mm -hmm. the individual as well as owners. Um, and you want your employees to be more productive. So if they are getting the job done and they're working home, fantastic. There's also those trade-offs of not being in front of people, which is a whole other conversation. But back to, again, the point of home ownership. So we talked about the advantages of renting right? Lifestyle, money within reason that is pretty much accountable and sustained. You know what your monthly expenses are going to be. Um, and then we touched on a little bit about the tax deductibility of homeownership. So when you were looking prior to finding this, you went out, share with everybody what that's like. What is that like going out and trying to find, trying to find a home? I mean, it's tedious, but I think it's, it was more, it was one of those things that I, it's a quality of life, right? So what I could afford six months ago, um, rent versus putting down payment and then buy, I, I would have gotten a bang for my buck way less with whatever. I would have to buy like a two family that was in a suburban area. Like I didn't want that. So I wanted to be here. And honestly here, it wasn't even an option. Like there was nowhere that looks and feels like this that I could have bought. I wanted to buy this apartment complex that I, or the, just the apartment that I couldn't. So right. there's plenty of things that go into that. And, and I said to myself, well, let me again, get into the area, understand what I like versus what I don't like. I'll invest in myself, whatever my yearly payment is. And then when this lease is up, I'll decide, well now, I mean, we're living, we're, we're working from here. So I do need this room um, and this apartment. Right, but, but, when you, but when you were going out looking at properties, it's an investment of time, right? Yeah. You, you spent a, a good amount of time 
getting in a car, driving, checking out areas. Yeah. All right. Okay. And boring. What's that? It's kind of boring. Oh, all the more reason. If you're not into that, then don't look too hard about buying because buying is a major investment of time and money to the point of, well, am I even in the right area? Right? Do, do I even like the area I'm in? And if you were looking in suburban Jersey and you really wanted to be in this kind of a city environment in New Jersey, right. um, then, then you learned that through at least the exercise of going around and looking to see what was out well, there. Well, I think that's, yeah, that was the most important part because you could look and, and write down, okay, from a dollar standpoint, this is the best investment I'm going to make. My rent is this. My potential payout is going to be that. Let's do that. But until you get there and realize, hey, this is what I'm actually renting to or this is the problems or potential problems I have to deal with, it's com it's a completely different ball game. So, I mean, why don't you talk but, us through dealing with renters, like the, the intrinsics behind actually owning an investment property and having renters. Right. So fortunately, right, I've, I've done both. I have single family homes. I have multifamily homes. I've own and still have second homes. And, and real estate for me has been something I've been comfortable with. I've been comfortable with it because I've been doing mortgage financing for 30 something years. So the math comes easier. The search is always the same. You're always going to have reservations and has hesitations about, well, what am I doing this for? It sounds great to say, oh, you, I'm a landlord. It's not easy being a landlord. Looks like it sucks. It's not easy. And anyone that listens or watches and sees people doing what they think is a huge success, just understand it's not easy. Nothing comes to you and you have to work for everything. So case in point, as a landlord, I have been through on one property multifamily, which you know, Victoria lives there now. And thank goodness now I have my people I can count on and trust that, that live there um, that pay rent, by the way, also, because that's just the function of what that vehicle's for, yeah. right? But I had to go through countless people who, for one reason or another, just weren't a good fit. They all, they all started out as good people, and that's what I wanted, to rent to good people. And then their life and their problems become mine. Yep. Their issues with the house that are not their problem becomes mine, right? Mm -hmm. From there might be a leak in the ceiling, the floor is, is making noise, the boiler doesn't work, there could be rodents, there can be who knows what goes on. And those are all my problems, right? Their problems of being laid off from work, their problems of going through something unforeseen, like a divorce, contribute to their inability to pay the rent. So now, you said it earlier, well, it's much easier dealing with me as an individual than a corporation, than a management company. I'm not gonna just kick somebody out. Right after your late 30 days. Well, it's also, I would assume, a little harder for you. Like, it, it, it is hard. I'm not paying rent this month. Yeah. Now you have to deal with the consequences of trying to get this person out, yep. calling the cops, finding somebody yep. new to fulfill that spot. Like, yep. it's just such a headache now. Yep. It is it is work, right? Anybody and they who, know that. That's why they... Well, yeah, I, I think, I think again, I, I believe in the goodness of, of people. I do until I'm proven wrong. Yeah. 
And you start off with good intentions. And I think everyone should, and probably most do. I believe, again, in that as a premise to start. But as you, you see things unwind, and now it's them against us, or us against them, and they say, well, I can't pay you. And I'm like, but, but you gotta pay. Well, I don't have any money. Well, I don't have a job. Uh, my child got sick. Uh, this happened or that happened. And then it's like, okay, now what? Yeah. So as a landlord, it's not always what you think it is. You also get that emotional attachment, right? Sure. To this. If I hypothetically gave the same excuse to Veris Residential, who owns right. this, who owns several right. buildings, they don't, give, they they don't, don't even care. know me. They don't care. They've you're, never met me in person. You're, you're a list 100 exactly. people deep. Right. And there's 100 people around the corner that want this, this spot. People you know, that emotion, spot. yeah. I mean, that that's one of those things where it, you, you know, they always say like, never let your emotions drive investment and, and try not to have both um, coincide, but it's inevitable that emotions yep. have to get involved with real estate. Yeah. You have to be, if you're, it's if a business. you're going this route, it's, it's a business. You really should treat it as a business. You are making it an investment. It's your money. You have to take care of it. You have to deal with people, but it's an investment and they're either part of that variable that works and if they're not, you have to move on, cut bait and move on, right? Yeah. So that's the rental property. As a second home, second homes are great. Everyone loves the idea of saying, oh, I have a second home, I'm, uh, I'm in this beach community, I'm at that lake community. I have a property upstate New York that we're gonna use over the winter. Sounds great. You're gonna use it. You will, you will never use a second home as often as you think you will. Because the visions of grandeur, which are the illusion of what you think you're going to do with that property, don't always meet the needs right. and expectations of everyone else. And I'll give you an example. I buy a house down the shore. First thing I'm thinking of is, oh my gosh, this is great. I have a beach house. My family's going to come. <laughs> my friends are going to come. Everyone's gonna spend time at my house to share and celebrate what I find great about where I bought my beach house. And the first year, it will be very much like that. Yeah, sure, always got a beach house. I'll go, sure, we'll go, 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 have fun, beautiful. And then life goes on and, yeah. and people buy their own homes or people change the way they vacation, right? Or people say, oh, you know what, it's a two hour ride three-hour ride oh I don't want to go you know, if I'm only gonna spend a day I'm not gonna go right. for the day and that's okay so but life gets in the way so once again now you have this second home which is carrying a mortgage carrying taxes carrying overhead carry 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 and you're not able to justify or rationalize maybe its use yeah I see it a lot with friends of mine that today um, at my age are buying houses in Florida and, and everyone loves the idea of it, sure. And then some of them are like, gosh, I gotta get more of my money's worth out of this place. Well, I think nowadays what's great is if you have a second home, it's it's easier to leverage platforms like Verbo and Airbnb mm -hmm. to now make that an investment property, whereas even if you didn't buy it for that purpose, mm -hmm. it can now serve as that purpose. You gotta be careful with that too. Do you know how many communities prohibit? Well, the communities, yeah, for sure. Towns prohibit? use so if i bought a house in beach community um you know a few years ago and now i say well i'm using the property differently so i'm going to rent it out nope well those Doesn't are things to work. consider like right. i can't i can't sublease this spot 
Right. But but you don't know. Sometimes you don't know that. Like these these are ever changing rules. The the VRBO and the Airbnb rules as it relates to communities has only changed in the past few years. Yeah. I never heard of that before. There's another political place too. Oh, yeah. So in a beach community, there's realtors that rely on rental income. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the hotels and we're suing Airbnb. Think about the yeah. And so all these things come into play. So I say to you again, those who are listening and you as my son, be careful mm -hmm. what you set out for being a landlord and having passive income. Fantastic. Conceptually, conceptually on paper. Great. Being a homeowner, primary home, second home. Fantastic. Has a lot of upsides, but do you evaluate property as a means of shelter? Or investment and you need to know the same way you need to know where you want to be whether you like it hot or cold you need to understand there's a there's a difference in how you approach that as a vehicle right I agree all right just things to consider before jumping into what is a very big yeah decision to make yeah and, it, and it's okay by the way if you you don't get it right Hopefully you didn't overpay and yeah. you can get out of it. And there's a lot, again, to the point of what I said to you today, what the market is. Well, the market two years ago where everyone was chasing after it and prices kept going up and up and up and bidding wars were, mm -hmm. you know, starting at one level and ending up at another 20% variable higher. That's not good for the people today because the people today are boxed in and they bought a home that was 20%, 25% overinflated from where its real value was, and even its real value is now watered down today. So they can't sell, right? They can't get out of it. So you gotta be careful and mindful of, of the impacts of some of that. All right, so last, I guess, piece to home ownership that I think as a means of shelter, putting a roof over your head, raising a family, and feeling like yeah, my money, hard-earned money is going towards something that's mine. Most gratifying, satisfying, one of the most satisfying and gratifying things I believe you can, you can own, um, even owning a car, owning outright, is satisfying and gratifying because you work hard for something and you have something to show for it, right? Mm -hmm. That home is going to continually suck money from you. It's, it's going to continually ask you to reinvest. Even if you own it with no mortgage at some point, you have your taxes that you pay the town. They're going to go up every year. They, they never go down. Or you have an association fee in a condo yep. complex. That's only going to go up. It's never going to go down. You're going to have homeowner's insurances. You're going to have maintenance. You're going to have those variables that we spoke about earlier that are unforeseen like the boiler I had to replace in my home, right? So these are all things that I would love if for no other reason people go with their eyes wide open and be realistic and be as best prepared as possible when you think about home ownership mm -hmm. and, and not only being able to get that dream home, the HGTV styled home that you want, you could take a step down save some money and grow into it. There's nothing wrong with that. Grow into it, grow into it as a family. Things change. If you're buying a house with somebody, you're married or it's a partner, 
a friend, right? Buddy, things change. What happens in a year? You buy a house with somebody, a buddy, and you team up and buy a house. And then in a year from then, he or she finds a significant other yep. and they want out of your home. Then what? You got to buy them out or you have a, another circumstance you have to deal with. So there's your scenarios, rent versus buy. Both have a good, solid place. Both should be something that is viewed with a lot of responsibility and not heavy, deep, I'm not talking about heavy, deep thinking here, but you, you should definitely understand the contrasting differences. You should understand who you are, where you envision yourself being, what's reasonable within your means, and what you want out of it at the end of the day. Right. And with that being said, there's no wrong answer. Go rent, go buy. And learn Have as at you it. go. Have at it. Learn as you go. Yeah. Life is all one big experience. One big experience with That's a right. lot of overhead. That's right. So save your money. Save your money, guys. That is it for today. Thanks for watching. Like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Cheers. Cheers. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency, where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hi, I'm Wes Moore, Democratic Governor of Maryland. And I'm Jack Coburn, Republican Mayor of the town of Lonacuddy. Our different backgrounds and experiences mean we do a lot of things differently. But we can have our differences without being divisive or hateful. We can listen to the other side, ask questions, have important conversations. In the end, we might not be as far apart as we thought. Together, we can disagree better. A message from the National Governors Association.